Let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. I know I urge you to be prepared just in case of a disaster, and that could be anything. Today, we're having, we're supposed to have snow in Texas. We don't have snow here, okay? Stop with the snow. But the good news is, maybe we have a power outage. Anyway, um, be prepared for whatever is coming. The World Economic Forum yesterday uh, announced that uh, they think the number one problem in the next two years is a global power grid outage. Oh, that would be great. Go to My Patriot Supply right now and save $200 on your three-month emergency food kit while you still can. At least one kit for each person in your family. Uh, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Save $200 on your three-month emergency food kit. MyPatriotSupply.com. You know what's really exciting? In Pakistan, they're trying to save energy, you know, and uh, they can't figure out a way to just go more green quickly. So they had this idea, hey, like in the middle of the night, nobody's using really electricity, you know, who's up? So why don't we just turn the entire country's grid off for a couple hours every night? And so yesterday they did. Problem is, um, when they pushed the start button, uh, it it wouldn't go back on. And I think they unplugged it and plugged it back in, but it wasn't coming back on. We're doing all kinds of great experiments now with electricity and energy. By the way, did you see the, um, what was it, the Norwegian um, cruise lines? They've decided that they're not going to put any electric vehicles on any of their ships. You know, they're not going to transport them at all because a fire could break out. That would be really, really, really bad. Man, this green energy thing is really working out for. Oh, by the way, the other uh, thing is we found out yesterday that, you know, the the big windmills, you know, as large as the Statue of Liberty are just starting to collapse for some reason. (coughs) Boy, I hope our government's invested in those companies. (laughs) It's going to be great. There's a new documentary out called Grid Down, Power Up. A guy who has been studying what happens when the world just goes insane on power. Grid Down, Power Up. The producer and director, David Tice, joins us in 60 seconds. Ramon writes in about his wife's experience with Relief Factor. He says, I ordered Relief Factor for my wife and all I can say is, it really does work. Her pain level has dropped dramatically. She's not only able to get around the house easier, but her pain level is so much more manageable. Thank you for this product. Thank you for talking about Relief Factor. 
you are more than welcome. Ramon, I'm glad to hear that your wife is feeling better, and I, I hope that she just keeps feeling better and better the more she takes Relief Factor. That's the way it is with me. I saw some relief within three weeks, which they say, if you're not seeing anything, you know, that's probably not going to work for you. I saw some. I wrote it off as, I'm just feeling better. Then I stopped taking it, and pain shot through the roof again. I take it now every day. Three-week quick start, 1995. It's a trial pack. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. It's relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief. 800 4 relief. relieffactor.com. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. David Glad to have you on. David Tice, he is the uh, director and producer of uh, Grid Down Power Up. Welcome to the program, sir. How are you? So glad to be with you and your listeners, Glenn. I'm yeah. doing great. Thank you. You know, I'm, I'm so glad that you have come out with uh, uh, this this documentary because I, I keep asking, um, well, what happens when we get all these magic cars on, uh, you know, the grid? Uh, the grid can't handle that much we, we, when we get rid of all of the coal that is making all this electricity. What, what's going to happen? Um, and you've looked at these things and looked at the grid itself. Tell me, uh, tell me how much trouble we're in. So what we're doing with this documentary, Glenn, is we're not so much looking at where the power comes from as far as how much wind we have, how much solar, right. you know, all the EVs, et cetera. But the point is our power grid is vulnerable. It's essentially tenuous, and it is open for attack. But we, and our military has okay. protected our uh, command control centers, our missile systems, et cetera, but our substations in our neighborhoods, which have these huge transformers, is this completely open to attack. And mm. if that goes down, we're so reliant on electricity. So this is more along the lines of what we're seeing with these. There was just a report out from the, um, uh, the, from the Pacific Northwest that neo-Nazis are going to be, you know, shooting and trying to bring down the power substations. So we're looking at that kind of attack and, I assume, cyber attacks? So this is a very comprehensive documentary. We talk about four major threats. One is a fiscal attack like we saw in North Carolina but, or in the Pacific Northwest. But it could be a major attack like we had in Metcalf, California, that was covered by 60 Minutes. If nine substations, however, were taken out, there was a FERC report, which is the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, that found if nine critical nodes were taken out, it could cause the power to go out nationwide. That's more what we're concerned about in a physical attack vector. So the other three attacks are a EMP attack, which has been talked about at times over decades, which is an electromagnetic pulse attack that would primarily come from a state actor like a China, a Russia, an Iran, and North Korea. Third attack would be a cyber attack that could come from a smaller group or it could come from a state actor. And then the fourth threat we talk about is a geomagnetic disturbance, which is essentially a natural EMP account attack that would come from the sun. 
that could wipe out our transformers and again cause a nationwide blackout. Do you go into the uh, geomagnetic field and are are poles drifting so far with with this causing real problems with with the magnetic field, which would make your last scenario very likely? So our documentary is only 56 minutes. Okay. So it, moves, it moves fast. Right. And so we, we kind of limit some of the topics that we go into. But we the name of my film company is Paul Revere Films. I'm literally trying to wake up America to the biggest threats. Uh, I'm trying to open a dialogue, you know, which is getting started. It's now being watched by members of the Texas legislature in the Florida legislature. I'm opening it up to congressional committees, chairman of energy and commerce committee as an example. So I'm trying to, we need to wake up your listeners and viewers because we need some ticked off soccer moms and dads where we say we are vulnerable. We've got to fix this. And the equipment is out there that can be provided at the front end of our substations so that we can make us less vulnerable. I I will tell you that you you are taking on at least with the EMP and the you know the electro electromagnetic pulse that we could come from the sun as well. Um, you you're barking up a tree. I have been uh, barking at for a long time, and I know I'm sure you've read the book uh, One Second After. Uh, of course. Uh, and that was written. For the same, that was a that was a Paul Revere moment too. The guy who who was trying to get this to Congress said, "We've got to make this into a story that they can digest." There seems to be, for some reason, zero interest in protecting something that, if it goes down, ninety percent of the U.S. population will die in the first year. What is the objection to to? Uh, fixing this and protecting it. So actually there has been some action off and on by U.S. Congress. There's been a couple bills have passed. Donald Trump actually passed an EMP executive order that was codified into law in the National Defense Authorization Act of 2020. But the problem has been just ineptitude, disorganization, Frankly, there's been uh, people that have been completely inept that have not followed through. And so we need more follow through. There still needs to be better. uh, There needs to be better regulation. Uh, The big issue is we have something called regulatory capture, where essentially our electric utilities are self-governed. And there have been all kinds of examples that we talk about on our website at griddownpowerup.com, where a few times the legislators and our policymakers want to do the right thing and it's just not followed through well enough. What do you think is the most likely of those scenarios and how real do you think this is? So I'd say cyber attack is probably the, the most likely. So Ted Koppel ended up writing a book called Lights Out back in 2005, 2000, uh, actually that was 2015, 2016. And he was concerned about the grid going down for an extended period of time and a number of Americans dying. Jennifer Granholm, who's the current Secretary of Energy under Joe Biden, was on a Sunday morning talk show and 
she was asked if our adversaries are in the grid. And she said, yes, they are in the grid and they could potentially shut it down. Therefore, what we saw with, uh, this is maybe a little bit of a stretch, but Southwest Airlines, where Southwest Airlines had all their uh, ability to be able to organize planes and mm-hmm. uh, their people right. for five days. I mean, that happened. You know, I think that could have been essentially a trial run or a uh, warning to our American leadership that we can do this. We can do this for other systems, but they did it for Southwest Airlines. And again, that's not proven. That's some conjecture on my part, but I believe that could be the case. I think it could be the case, too, on what happened with the airlines here just a few weeks ago, where Canada and the United States had to ground all of our planes because we lost our connection to all of the uh, all of the planes to send them emergency alerts and you know hey you're getting close to this plane and they say that was just human error I for one you don't necessarily uh, I don't dismiss that but I I also wonder was the human error that you clicked on this to see porn and it downloaded some sort of a a virus because it 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 was a uh, it was a, a textual uh, malfunction with the system, and it shut down the entire United States and Canada for several hours. And I think that is also a possibility of something saying we can do this. What are the ramifications of it going down? Can you explain a little bit about what happens to our society? So let's talk about that. There is something called the EMP Commission. It operated for 17 years, and it had some of the strongest scientists in the world that were on that commission. And you mentioned that 90% statistic, which just sounds ridiculous. But you look at the number of people that died in our Texas snowmageddon, that was 250 or so. We're talking about a number that would be a million times bigger than that. 250 million people. Now, it sounds ridiculous, but let's talk about how we get there. Our municipal water systems and our wastewater systems are completely dependent upon the power grid. I visited a municipal water system that serves Highland Park in Dallas and talked to the uh, head guy there, and he said, "Uh, we have no backup. We're dependent upon the grid. We thought about some backup transform, some backup uh, generators in the past, and it would cost us a few million dollars, and so we dispensed with that idea. We saw in Houston, Texas, 2.2 million people uh, for 36 hours had boil water orders because there was an electricity right. problem. This ended up being an internal uh, generator in their case, which is not exactly apples to apples, but we are dependent upon water. You look at cholera and what can break out if our wastewater systems don't work. You look at the food supply. There's no more Uber Eats. There's our there's stores no, will be. There's nothing. There, there's after. no. There's no refrigeration. Everything goes bad within a week or two. Everything. 
And it essentially does turn into zombie apocalypse, unfortunately, because our National Guard isn't going to be there. You think about uh, the the two steps are if it's nationwide, it's one thing if power goes out in Louisiana because we're there in Arkansas and Texas and can supply. But if it's nationwide, we we essentially don't have that. We'd be counting on France to send us to send us food and water. If our water systems go out, human beings die after three days without water, and therefore that obviously is an issue. And then you look at an extended period of time. If it's three days, yes, it's bad. If it's three weeks. All hell breaks. Oh yeah, I mean, look at um, look at what happened with Katrina. I mean, you have seventy two hours to get to some sort of stable safety. After that, in three days, when no help has arrived within three days, society goes to hell, um, and it just uh, takes on a, a whole new atmosphere, uh, as we saw with Katrina. That is that's that's normal. Uh, to have that the other thing that um, is shocking to think about is how many people are alive today that shouldn't be alive they're taking heart medicine uh they're they have insulin uh the psychiatric drugs in 30 days you begin to have a whole new problem on your hand uh and it is it's all caused by an outage of our power you really want to cripple america Forget about the financial sector. Just hit the electric. If you hit our our uh, electricity power grid, we're done as a nation. We're done. And it, it's uh, not good. Um, by the way, it, when you look at the ones that are sabotaged and people shooting into them, we don't have those, you know, replacement parts just kind of hanging out. You have to make them, right? Exactly. So we talk in the film about uh, transformers, and especially our highest volume transformers. These weigh hundreds of tons, and most of those are made in South Korea and and Germany. Mm. And there can be a long lead line for lead time for those, and therefore there is huge risk of. if they are taken out and you look at our substations, you can walk around your suburban neighborhood and you could see them being protected yeah. by chain link. Fence. I know, I know. Uh, David, thank you for what you've done. The name of the, uh, uh, of the documentary is grid down power up. You can find it at grid down power up, find out all the information. Um, I urge you to uh, pay attention to this. Everything. Electricity is really important. Uh, David uh, understands what is what the consequences are of us not protecting it. This is should be a bipartisan and uniting issue because we all die if they don't have this protected. Thank you so much. David Tice, GridDownPowerUp.com. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, so here's a fun fact that'll keep you awake at night. If you're one of the people it applies to, uh, I guess the average American's credit card. If you have credit cards, what's your percentage rate? Your average, it's 21% now. 21 these people are trying to compete with the federal government on on how much to rip you off with. I mean, 21 percent, you'll never pay that off. 
you'll never pay that off. American financing is saving people just like you an average of $700 a month and paying that debt off so you can reduce your interest rate from 21% to like 5%. By the way, Mortgage rates are down the lowest that they've been in 18 months right now. Call American Financing today. Their salary-based mortgage consultants can help guide you through the process of creating a custom loan that will align with your financial goals. They are upfront. They're people you can trust. You start today by calling American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. But by the way, thank you so much for uh, listening. And also, thank you for subscribing uh, to my YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash Glenn Beck. It is important that we keep that. We just passed a million uh, uh, subs. We didn't pay attention to YouTube for a long time. I was starting the blaze and we didn't think that it was good to compete against ourselves. I think we were wrong on that. Um, YouTube is the biggest platform out there, and there are things that we don't put up on YouTube. There are things that we do put up on YouTube. I know what the rules are, but it is good to be able to have that out there. Once we passed a million, the algorithms are supposed to change, and it begins to dogpile a bit. So if you can go to YouTube.com slash Glenn Beck and subscribe, it Let's this message get out to a much wider uh, group of people. So um, please subscribe uh, and uh, and like and rate and review. Okay, Oof. let me go to a let me go to a, a problem closer to home. By the way, the power grid thing is so important, and and I think I'd like to get. I thought he was going to talk about you know the problems that we're going to have with the power grid just because it's just completely outdated for what we're going to have to have with all of this electricity. Um, mm. it, it's, it's going to go down and the rolling blackouts and everything else. And those are deadly, deadly to a society and economy and, and everything else. But uh, we start having people start to shoot our substations. It goes dark quickly and you don't bring that back up quickly. It's not like a telephone pole. Uh, we're going to try to look at something a little closer to home, even though that one you should be calling Congress and your senators about. This one is about your kids. And who do you trust? Do you trust the teachers? How about the counselors? The Glenn Beck Program. Well, it's a new year, new you, right around the corner. Genucell has some pretty exciting news as they're going with their latest skincare innovation, the Microbiome Moisturizer. Yes, it's got the power of probiotics, and that means that it helps target skin redness, pesky wrinkles and fine lines, patchy blotches, and other visible signs of premature aging that you don't need. And yes, I'm talking about the same kind of probiotics that you can find in things like yogurt. These super ingredients have the same nourishing benefits and goodness for your skin. Probiotics uh, extracts target bad bacteria and restore balance to your skin's protective barrier, 
creating a shield around you, uh, your skin from all signs of visible aging. And now, with every GenuCell most popular package, they've got this uh, moisturizer as a gift with each order. GenuCell's most popular package is 70% off, and it includes products you'll need for all your skincare needs, including those under-eye bags and puffiness. You can treat yourself to the best skincare in the world for a look that you'll love. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck and get your probiotic moisturizer today. Enter the code Beck at checkout for an extra 10% off your entire purchase. It's GenuCell.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. And subscribe to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Something truly unprecedented happened uh, yesterday. Unprecedented in the history of the Catholic Church. No English-speaking news outlets have discussed what happened yesterday. We have already talked about it, and I'm going to be spending a full hour tomorrow discussing Pope Benedict's new book. Uh, It was issued after his death intentionally because he knew it would cause a firestorm. Uh, He talks about a civil war in the church, uh, homosexual parties at seminaries. You have not seen anything like this uh, come from a pope ever in the history of uh, the papacy. And um, the coming civil war that he talks about is already there. And we're going to talk to a Catholic expert on this tomorrow. This is happening i'm covering this not because of just the catholics but because this is happening i believe in all of our churches they are they they are being hijacked from the inside and uh we all need to learn from that that is on tomorrow's broadcast you don't want to you don't want to miss it um you know i've been uh, talking to you about uh struggles in my own family and uh with my children and and schools and and in social media and all of this stuff and uh, I was with a, uh, a counselor for my children recently, and I didn't even know if I could trust them, you know. Uh, and so I just asked some really frank questions. Uh, how many how many genders are there? Uh, and I just wanted to gauge. Um, should I even have this person, you know, as a psychologist looking and listening and talking to my children at all? Or are they? Are they, have they joined the madness bandwagon as well? What we don't think about, we think about our teachers. We don't think about our counselors. Alvin Louie is the, um, the president of Courage is a Habit. He's a guy who got out of uh, California just in time, only to move his family to the Midwest and realize, oh, crap, it's happening here, too. Welcome to the program, Alvin. How are you? I'm doing good, Glenn. It's such an honor to be here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So um, I wanted you on because I wanted to talk about a couple of things. Courage, which is uh, your philosophy on it is just spot on. But um, also you're talking about the school counselors are perhaps even more trouble or just an invisible trouble that we don't we don't really see. You're absolutely right. And they're not invisible as much as they're just hiding in plain sight. Because you see, the uh, parents believe that these school counselors and social workers are just like the guidance counselors of the past. 
that they grew up with, help you with academics, maybe talk to you a little bit if there's something bothering you, but really bring the parents in if there's something uh, serious. But that ship's long sailed. And so the school counselors and the social workers today are the largest purveyors of the transgender cult and of critical race theory. They uh, are more dangerous than the teachers and even the school board members because they control the culture of the entire school. Mm. And they're the ones that's in the back, wagging their fingers, talking about the pronouns and the debt naming and all those things. And so they come from an organization called uh, the American School Counselor Association, or ASCA, A-S-C-A for short. And that they, they, they deal, they uh, do all the missions, all the objectives and trainings for all counselors uh, from K through 12. They have a chapter in all 50 states. Do you have, if you're a school counselor, do you have to belong to that organization? You do not. You don't have okay. to join. It's a private organization, it's, which is, which is where, the, where the real deviousness comes in, Glenn, because this is a private company impacting public education mm. where the parents have no, they can't say, can I, I'm going to FOIA, I'm going to, uh, uh, for those of you who know, it's a the record request, open record request, to say, let me see what your, what your counselors are being trained under with ASCA. The schools will go, that's got nothing to do with us. And so what we, because of this private public scam there, what we did last summer was uh, our team went to their uh, annual conference, ASCA's, the American School Counseling Association. They had an annual conference in July of last year. And we grabbed as many, as many of the videos, PowerPoints, training materials. Since then, we've also went to their webinars, uh, their certifications. What, what did you find? What, we found exactly what uh, we, we knew that we knew for them to be, which is they're huge in the transgender ideology. Uh, they are all about uh, keeping secrets from parents. They train them to keep secrets. They train the counselors on how to gaslight parents, how to move the go posts. And largely, Courage is a Habit, if, everybody, if anybody goes to courageisahabit.org, we have a whole series there called Behind Closed Doors. And it's our campaign to expose them in their own natural habitat. We're not making it up. We're not editing it. We're not putting cobbling things together. We're literally just showing their training materials and videos in their own natural habitat. And then we give, most importantly, we give parents uh, tools on how to fight back, opt-out forms, uh, how to move around the gaslighting, how to ask the right questions, um, you know, how to put some pressure back so that they're not just sitting there getting, well, what's the matter? You don't like inclusion? What's the matter? You don't, you don't like diversity and, and all those gaslighting things. So I was looking at your uh, guide to defending your child and, uh, you know, you, you have, uh, what is it? Eight questions, I think. Uh, yeah, 10, ten questions, 10 different questions uh, that parents should ask. And right. uh, I mean, they're so common sense, but I, you know, it's so weird because I am so informed on some things, but then I go out into the real world I have no idea how to do any of, you know, you know, you just don't, you were raised to think uh, and your model as a parent were your parents. And if, you know, if you think you're unequipped, they were wildly unequipped for what's <laughs> happening right now. And you just don't know. So I appreciate this. But there are questions like, do you use in-class surveys to collect data on students? That is so important. Can you explain why? 
The data mining uh, that they do on your children is how they justify more radical ideology. So when a parent goes in and says, hey, why are you doing this? Why are you pushing this? This has nothing to do with academics. What they will often hear is the school telling them this is evidence-based. This is data-driven. Research shows. And the parents are going, oh, okay, I guess. They have no idea where that's coming from, and the schools don't tell them. What they mean is these surveys that they're getting on your kids. Now, the mistake that parents make is they go, well, let me see the questions. It doesn't matter, Glenn. It doesn't matter what the questions are. It matters how they interpret the data. Right. So, for example, if they ask a child, how often do you have dinner at home with your parents uh, during the week? They think, oh, it's pretty innocuous. But they know that if a child says one or zero, they're more vulnerable to be moved into certain things like the transgender ideology. And this is what I learned from you and your organization. This is what's really happening. Our kids are being put into two categories, a safe category or a vulnerable category, right? It's a judgment on us, the parents. Right. And so the school counselors, they're redefining two terms. Because if you redefine words, you don't have to change the laws. And so the two terms that they're redefining, the school counselors and the social workers, are safe and abuse. So up to this point, everybody knows what an unsafe environment means for a child. But they've now redefined and expanded that term to say, if you don't succumb to the transgender delusion, if you don't call them by the pronouns, you're unsafe, you're abusive, you, the parents. Then once they get the parents to that, they move the go post and go, well, if you don't, if you don't agree with the breast binders or tucking, now you're unsafe and then you're abusive. They're going to kill themselves. And then they keep moving them until and then the child gets on that train uh, to, to, to uh, puberty blockers and then, uh, of course, the surgeries. And so one of the things that I, we say very often is they're not really brainwashing the kids first. They brainwash the parents first. Because if you don't brainwash the parents, every, ch- every parent knows how to defend their child. I mean, we've been doing this since the beginning of time. Parents have crossed oceans and deserts to defend their children. So why can't parents do it today? And one of the things that they do very well is language contamination. So, for example, you can say, if I tell you, Glenn, hey, I'm teaching my child empathy. Well, even though you and I just met, you kind of know what I'm talking about. But that's mm-hmm. not what they mean. When they talk about empathy, they mean training girls from a very young age so that when a man showers next to them, they better have empathy. So the question I want to leave your listeners or parents is that every time they tell you we're just doing X, I want you to ask this one question. Through whose lens are you teaching that? Because that lens matters because because traits are not good or bad. It depends on who's using them. For example, a a serial killer, you can say he's great at goal setting. You and I and everybody else all talk about set goals. But what? A serial killer, he sets goals. Sometimes he exceeds his goals. But we don't say he sets goals. He's a good goal setter. Because traits are not good or bad. It depends on who's teaching it. And today, with these counselors and, and, and woke school teachers, they're not mm-hmm. teaching those values the same thing that you think they are. And that's how they're getting parents. Uh, that's how they're fooling parents is through language contamination. Alvin Louis, uh, um, I'd love to have you back on, uh, Alvin, because, again, your your organization is Courage is a Habit. You can go to courageisahabit.org. Um, but I courage is what is absolutely needed right now. It is not only a habit, it is contagious. Uh, and right. uh, we need to exercise this muscle and uh, more of us need to be courageous. And it's not that hard once you start. Um, but so I'd like to have right. you back on and talk about courage if you uh, if you would join me again. 
I would be honored to be back. And I invite everyone to visit CourageousHabit.org. Support us. Everything, every, every support comes right back to our work. And we provide these tools for the average parent because we know the average parent don't have 50 hours a yep. week. They don't dig through all these things. And, and yeah. that's what we do for you. And, and, and that's hopefully that's what we do for, for the average parent. Thank you so much, Alvin. Alvin, um, Alvin uh, Louie, courage is a habit dot org. Our sponsor is Preborn. And every day, the ministry of Preborn saves 150 babies lives. Think about that for a second. 150 people will be here tomorrow on this earth because of what one organization is doing. And 150 the next day and the day after that. It's a global warming nightmare. If that's not something you'd be proud to be a part of, I don't know what is, honestly. Saving the unborn. I cannot think of something that would would be more worthy of God's protection than saving the unborn, saving the children in slavery, saving his children, no matter what that means. There are states out there proposing legislation to allow abortions even after birth. It's gone nuts. Preborn provides free ultrasounds to mothers considering abortion. Once a mother hears the heartbeat, the majority of the time she chooses life. Preborn is completely dependent on you, the pro-life community. And we and I would like to ask you uh, to help them. We can make a difference. For $28, the cost of a dinner, you can rescue a baby's life. Or $140 sponsors five ultrasounds. 100% of your donation will go towards saving babies' lives. Tanya and I have purchased a couple of machines. Now we just need you to help pay for the actual test, the person that's running it. And that can happen at any $28 is one ultrasound. Can you help? Dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. It's pound 250, keyword baby, or donate securely at preborn.com slash Beck. Preborn.com slash Beck. Glenn Beck. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. May I just point out how bizarre our life has become. If I would have done just this hour 25 years ago, it would have been War of the Worlds. I started with the power grid going down, something we never really considered except in nuclear war 25 years ago. And it could happen today. We're in a proxy war with Russia. They have warned us. They have also told us that the next war, World War III, will be fought in ones and zeros. And we know they've already, and China, have infiltrated our grid. It could happen tomorrow. We also know people are attacking it by shooting our substations. Those are not replaced easy. Then the very next subject was what? School counselors who are being taught to lie and gaslight parents of their children and uh, push them towards this uh, gender re-identification program. If I, saw that, if I said that and you believed it, people would be out in the streets 25 years ago. But we've all gone a little numb. They've overwhelmed the system. 
that's not even talking about the other things that we said, you know, for Blaze TV subscribers this hour, which was a story on chat GPS, GPT or GPT, where you can't tell the difference between truth and fiction because it's feeding on itself and it's passing all kinds of tests, you know, it can do anything. It can write news stories and will be writing news stories. Stu did a show last night where it wrote your monologue, did it not? Yeah, every word of the monologue. I didn't reveal that at the beginning. I just did the monologue, and it was about chat GPT and the negative effects that could come from it and what conservatives have to say about it and all this. And I had chat GPT write the entire thing. At the end of the monologue said, by the way, that, that previous monologue was completely written by chat GPT. And like, while... It's not like 100% a little clunky in a couple spots. It even writes the jokes. It even writes jokes about Joe Biden in the middle of the monologue. And I mean, it's bizarre. And you're te- like, there are plenty of people out there already exploiting this. They're oh. go- we're going to come to a place where this stuff is just churning out news all the time that people are consuming. One of the examples I used in this monologue was I had them write an article about me just to see what it would say. Mm-hmm. And it wrote an article saying that I worked for Rush Limbaugh, which I didn't. It said it wrote, said that I wrote, for, I wrote for the Daily Caller, which I didn't. I never have. Uh, it said that joined I joined me. the Glenn Beck program in 2007, which was not even close to the date yeah. I started. And it's like, all these were just errors. Not, not nefarious errors, but just errors. And errors that would be pushed into the public. And then, as ChatGPT learns from the internet... And learns from these same sources that will eventually be using ChatGPT. These things will be reinforced, and you will not be able to tell what is you real and what is not. Isn't. Have truth. You will not have access to the truth. Uh, our next implosion of trust is personal, interpersonal relationship trust. Do everything you can to strengthen the trust and honesty with every person in your life. The Glenn Beck Program.